How's it going, going crew? Uh, crew. Yeah, crew. I don't know why I said that. I they've been watching too much YouTube. Uh, what's going on, listeners? Uh, it's Jeremy with here with your boy Devin. Devin. Um, and you're listening to Well to Top Shelf. A um, couple of drunk dads uh, bullshitting. We thought, hey, why not just hit the record button and see what happens, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, emphasis on the drunk, right? <laughs> <laughs> Our uh, booze will usually kind of go over what we're drinking. Again, usually it's well top shelf, just like our ideas, and we'll kind of go from there. So yeah, I think that's kind of a misconception, though, because we say well the top shelf, but primarily it's going to be well. <laughs> oh, yeah, about 90%. Well, 90%. 95 99 I, I drink well. I enjoy top shelf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um... Around my birthday or Christmas, maybe I'll have a bottle that's worth talking about. But oh, dude! Speaking of which, I'm not no spoilers, but I do have your your birthday present picked out. I actually have your uh, birthday present. It's all the way here. No shit. Mm-hmm. It was honestly, it was honestly supposed to be your Christmas present, but it's but it's made. Well, it, well, it, no, because you're it, it was getting made and it got pushed back because of. I don't know why. I'm assuming the vid, but right. this lady pushed it back by like a month. So it's supposed to get here on the 11th through the 14th. So right around uh, Will's birthday. Right. And then around yours too. So. Hell yeah. Today we are drinking uh, E&J Brandy XO. The uh, super fancy E&J. Um, says here on the back, it's a charcoal filter to create the ultimate expression of smoothness. Uh, with hints of vanilla, creamy toffee, and brown sugar. So, I'm just going to jump in and say, this is how out of the trailer I am. I mix that shit with my root beer. <laughs> and that shit is amazing. If you're going to drink anything that's flavored with vanilla, I highly recommend you put it in root beer. For some reason, it enhances the root beer because it's like a vanilla flavor anyway. It's like a cream soda. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what that tastes like. Yeah. Cream bucket soda. Uh, And we'll bring up E&J stories. Today, we're going to talk about drinking stories, right? Alcohol, drinking stories, um, and we'll kind of just go from there, right? Because we're going to obviously tangent off on a bunch of garbage. Uh, Yeah. Like I said, I've I've spoken with you enough to know how our conversations go. Exactly. And I can literally look at you and be like, hey, we're going to talk about A. And like three minutes into it, we're talking about the number four. So (laughs) (laughs) that's just how it goes. Exactly. So um, also you don't have to apologize because our daughters might pipe in. You're also probably going to hear them in the background. I also own a couple of hounds, so you might hear them in the background too, so just so you yeah, are I, warned. Yeah, those are the same dogs you were talking about last podcast, about licking their buttholes or something. Yeah, like something like that. Yeah. Um, good looking hounds. Yeah, good looking, yeah, good looking hounds. They're good looking dogs, guys. Um, they identify as People girls. So, fuck are they? <laughs> yeah. uh, so, alcohols. Obviously, we're two drunks. Um, over the course of... I'd say about five years, to be honest. I've started to slowly become a connoisseur of uh, alcohol, right? Um, I brew my own beer uh, on occasion. Um, I, uh, I, I'm going to start making my own mead this year. Me and my mom are kind of going into that winemaking. Um, so you would. That's all I'm going to say is you would. Yeah, right. Uh, so I've got all this stuff for it. Um, 
I'm going to start brewing a lot more this year just because it's it's an easy hobby that I could make a lot of and I can like give out to people and I think it's a lot of fun. Um, so I first kind of got in with beer. I don't know how way you kind of... So I, obviously when I first got into drinking, I was drinking like Natty Light, uh, Seagram's Lime Twisted Gin, which is absolute garbage. And I kind of... Because that's all I could get, right? That's all I could... Um, right. That's all people would buy me. So... Dude, I was... Uh, do you remember... MD 2020. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. See, I'm from the slums of the 559, Fresno. MD 2020, you can get, like, a fucking gallon of that shit for, like, three bucks. Really? And it was... What was it? A malt liquor? I don't even fucking know. But I remember buying that shit, or having somebody buy it for me when I was, like, 15. And it was absolute dog shit. But it did the trick. Yeah, well, and that's how kind of Natty Light and... Uh, Natty Light, yeah. That's a whole different ballgame, too. So, when you were drinking, what was the um, prerequisite? What was the quid pro quo for somebody buying booze? What was the exchange? Like, how much would you have to give them? So, MD2020, I remember, was like, you can get a bottle, like, it's like a normal size, like a 750 milliliter bottle. Of MD twenty twenty for like maybe six bucks. Mm-hmm. So if I just gave somebody a fucking ten and hey keep, oh. keep the chain, buy me a bottle. Dude, and, way and, and Fresno is like literally littered with transients. You know that's a nice way of saying fucking homo- hobos. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, dude, we got all the MD twenty twenty one. So, I was always, everybody that would buy alcohol for us, they were fucking assholes. Double it up? Yeah. Bitches. They would do the, you buy me a bottle, I'll buy you a bottle. Motherfucker. Exactly. So, you end up spending, That's your Seagram's, Seagram's is 15 bucks, and I end up spending 30 on it, because that's all I can get, right? And it's kind of bullshit. No, absolutely. And I, that's why I was actually asking this, because I'm like, that's kind of fucked up. Uh... One of the first times. So E&J has a special place in my heart. Right there. there it is. MD2020. Oh, I've never seen that. Look at it that. looks like Boone's Farm. Fucking gangster that shit was. Dude, that looks like Boone's Farm. It does look like Boone's Farm. Did it taste like Boone's Farm? Um, maybe. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, first time I ever had E&J. I was a younger... I was 17. And my buddy was 18. Oh, I love this. And uh, he was... He just, so he, for his, we, you can tell we had different childhoods. For um, his graduation, his parents said it will take anywhere in the world for a week or two weeks. So he's like, hey, I want to go to Ireland. They go to Ireland. It's great. Um, and uh, so they're okay, right? Oh, they're fine. You don't even worry about those kids screaming in the background. Uh So, your buddy went to Ireland. Oh, so my buddy went to Ireland. He comes back and he's like, "Hey," um, he tells me, uh, "Hey, I'm going to. Um, I'll, I, hey, I got you something. I'm like, all right, great." Uh, and I'm like, "All right, cool. Well, what you give me?" So he brings back. He gives me the shot glass that he got from. I want to say the Jameson uh, distillery. Distillery. So he gives me one of those. I'm like, "All right, great." So I throw it in my pocket. Um, you can tell, obviously, I was destined to be an alcoholic at 17. My buddy, the first thing he wants to give me is not one of the fucking sticks that they use in their sport. It's nothing like a rock or a four-leaf clover or some bullshit. It's a shot glass. 
So I get a shot glass. Um, we end up going to a park. So a lot of times, I don't know why we never hung out at our houses, but we never did. Our families were both fine. They both loved all of us. We never hung out at our house. We always go fucking chill at the park. So we go up to this park up in, uh, it's called Lindsay Gardens. So we go up there. We're in the middle of nowhere. Well, we're in the middle of this park, right? We're just kind of bullshitting. I'm swinging on a swing. Uh, he is just kind of bullshitting. And all we did was the same thing we're doing in this podcast. We're just bullshitting for hours. And about 11 o'clock at night, this fucking puff-ass black dude comes up with dreads. Uh, and he's homeless as fuck. I just want to say one of two things, okay? Black, black dudes, they come in one of two sizes. Right? They're either really buff or they're fat as fuck, okay? I've never seen, like, an average black dude. It's either really fucking buff or really chunky as yeah, fuck. And it's usually buff. Right. And it's right. Yeah, I'm like nine times out of out of ten, it's buff. Yeah, I'm like fuck. I wish I was buff. Um, so he comes out. He's homeless as fuck. And we're like, oh my god, what's this guy gonna do? Again, he's kind of a big guy. And he comes. And he has this accent. We call him Barbados every time we speak of this story, right? Because he tells us he's from Barbados. He's kind of got like a little bit of a Caribbean accent, right? So what kind of accent is that? I'm not gonna do it because I'll dude, I will butcher it, right? Uh, think of Rihanna, like a man's version of Rihanna. Oh, how no, she you talks. don't say that, dude. Because I imagine some burly, nasty dude, and now I just want to fuck it. So yeah, easy. I know, right? <laughs> like hell yeah, girl, under that umbrella. Um, so she, so he comes up and he goes, "Hey, uh, what's up?" And we're like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" Like we, we, we think he's gonna fight. And we're like, "Fuck!" Um, mostly because he comes at us very aggressively, and we're like. Why? Like, like, like it, it wasn't like, like, hey man, and we're like, oh hey. Like he was immediately like, what's up, motherfucker? We're like, all right, fuck, man. And he goes, hey, y'all motherfuckers are gonna take a drink with me. And he pulls out his bottle of E and J. Was this guy Mr. T? What the fuck? All right, is that? Dude, well, okay, except he's an Andrew's accent, right? I can't do his accent, so I'll butcher it. So he comes in, he like says it with like his chest, right? He's fucking ready yeah. to go. And he's like, hey, you guys are gonna take a fucking drink with me. And I'm like, okay. So he pulls out his bottle of E&J. Now, I've never tried E&J before. I didn't fucking even know what brand it was. I'll be 100% honest. So I'm like, okay. I pull out my fucking shot glass. This throws this guy in for a loop. He's like, what kind of fucking drunk 17-year-old comes out with a fucking shot glass? Like, okay, let's take a shot. So he's like, because he thought we were going to swing from his bottle. He's like handing us a bottle. I'm like, well, I got a shot glass. So he's like, he was like, what the fuck kind of drunk? So... We hit it. It's smooth as fuck. E and J, I still think is one of the brandies are one of the smoothest alcohols, even if you get it cheap, right? E and J is very cheap and it's smoother than any alcohol of the same price point. So I hit the shot. Uh, he's like, "Hey, you guys, gonna take another motherfucking shot?" We're like, "All right, like, fuck, it's your booze, bro. I don't give a fuck. I've already taken one. If it's poisoned, it's poisoned. We're fucking going, right? You're drinking it too, so let's fucking do this." So then we drink. He starts telling us these like homeless stories of like beating the shit out of people and we're just like oh fuck okay uh, you know what I mean like not trying not to say anything and then he goes uh, he's like alright have another one and we're like dude we're like seven shots in and he's like uh, he's like and so we're like, I'm like so I so my buddy kind of hesitates for a second because my buddy's driving I'm not I'm like I'll get fucking shitty I don't care let's get blitz yeah let's get blitz we're like a mile away from your house where no cops are like let's go and, and my buddy kind of hesitates. He goes, all right, man, I thought you were going to hesitate. So I was about to choke you with this fucking uh, 
this the chain, which is the swing was on a chain. So I choke you the fuck out. We're like, oh fuck, this guy's getting more violent the more he drinks. So we keep drinking with him because that's a good idea. And uh, we end up drinking like pretty much all shit. And honestly, I'm just waiting for the kicker of him to be like, oh fuck, you guys owe me money or whatever the fuck. So I'm like, fuck. So I'm like looking at his car, going like, okay, probably. Wait, he had a car? No, sorry, my buddy's car. I'm like oh, looking at our getaway, right? I'm immediately like, he's gonna try to, you know, pull one over on us. Or whatever. Right. And then, just like he came into our lives, he walked away. He was like, all right, that's fun. And then he walked away. Did you catch a name? Or no, we called him Barbados. He told us he's from Barbados, and we were like, hey, instead of calling you an Barbados, if you're out there, and for some fucking reason you hear this podcast. All right, Barbados from, where was it from? What part? Uh, the Avenue, so Salt Lake. So from Salt Lake, the Avenue, hey, Barbados, hit us up. You're going to be on this fucking podcast. Yeah. And we will take some fucking shots. I mean, Fuck yeah. Me. I'll buy you a whole bottle. <laughs> Say it with your chest. Say it with your chest. A little point. All right. There you keep Dude, so I... Yeah. I, I would agree with that. I, I've... I've never had that experience with a transient, but... You know, I've had, had my share, fair share of alcohol. So, I remember my first time getting super, I mean, super fucking wasted. I was about 14 years old, and my family was having a, uh, they were having a sweet 16 party for my sister. And my mom bought a bunch of, uh, a bunch of champagne, just a bunch of alcohol for the, for the party. I'm 14 years old, I sneak a bunch of this booze, and I get fucking hammered um and I remember at one point being in my being in my fucking bathroom and crying to myself I was 14 years old crying and I asked my and then I had a dog who was a fucking mud at the time and I mean I guess at the time always a mud but I remember cause nobody liked this dog I was like and his name was Cujo I was like Cujo let's go Let's go run away. Dude, I'm 14 years old, grabbing my fucking mutt, which he was like wire terrier mix, and I'm trying to run away from my house at 14. All because of my lightweight ass got fucked up off some champagne. And uh, I'm in the bathroom, hugging the toilet like you do, making out with the toilet water like you do. And, and, uh, and, my, and obviously there's pictures, there are pictures. And, uh, dude, that was the first time I ever got completely fucking hammered. And it was because of that, my sister's Sweet Sixteen party. Oh, that was also the day, though. Oh, no, I lied. Fast forward two years for her 18th birthday. We went, she got super fucking drunk and had to go to the hospital to get a stomach pumped. But that's a whole other helper. <laughs> uh, so, a couple things I love about that story. I do love the... He was a uh, mutt at the time, as if later he turned into a. Uh, right. And I think in my eye, in my mind, he went from a mutt to like my dog. Yeah, like he's a per like you wouldn't call like a fucking adopted kid some adopted kid, and all of a sudden he's my son. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like that's how I felt about this dog. That was my fucking dog. And so, also, not a name or trailer trash if I can could yeah. I named Kudya, bro. I, I named Kudya. Uh, it is what it is, bro. My fucking uh, I can't, again. I can't talk too much because my so I have a bloodhound, and my bloodhound will get on the fucking roof of my garage, 
<laughs> if that is not What's trailer trash. What's your bloodhound's name? Molly. Ah, fuck. Yeah. You wrong with that. Uh, it's all about that Molly. Um, no, it's not a drug related. Honestly, so we named him. I have a red bone coon hound. I named him Copper off of the dog from Blood, uh, Fox and Hound. Right, yeah, kind of like generic, generic, I know, but he, but he's the same. He's a copper color, so I'm like, kind of matches, right? Um, I didn't know anybody with a hound at the time. Now I realize that that's like super common. So we had our second dog, and she was a bloodhound, and I'm like, oh well, I wouldn't mind naming her something, you know, something from the Red Fern Grows or some of those other names, or you know, some of the good uh, bloodhound names. And my wife was like, no, we'll name her Molly. And I'm like. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, fucking, that's not even worth. Then my mom, when we get a boxer, and I'm like, Hey, Harris, what do you want to name our boxer? Because it's her dog, right? It's like moose. I'm like, Fuck, my daughter's stupid. Uh, <laughs> so now we have a dog named Moose. Um, that's okay. So yeah, no, we we're not great with names, but so I can, you know, I can't give you too much shit because my so I would have cops called. People, my neighbors would pull over, call the cops. Cops would come to my house and they'd be like, Hey. Uh, just so you know, your dog's on your roof. And I'm like... I'm aware. Yeah, and I'm like, well, what? I'm like, one, I'm aware, but two, I'm also like... Yeah, he's holding down the perimeter. With yeah, the- yeah, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Like, yeah, I'm, like, I, I'm red trash. We get it. You knew that, right? You can look at my house and go, white trash, for sure. Right, yeah. Dude, so... I fucking love Cujo. Cujo was amazing. And I actually found him because he just fucking wandered upon us one day in our front yard. Uh, my older brother had a friend named Jared, and this fucking piece of shit. So, we're laying on the couch one day, Cujo and I, and Cujo's all cuddled up in my armpit, you know what I mean? And I'm watching, I think I was, I'm pretty sure I was watching Bring It On the first one at the time. Yeah, I'm, so I'm, manly. Dude, I'm a, I'll fucking admit it, dude, I watched Bring It On, like, my entire eighth grade year. Did you really? <laughs> Dude, I love Elijah Dushku. She's so goddamn fun. Um, Kirsten Dunst is okay, but her last name is Dunst. So yeah. you can't really, you know, you can only give her so much credit. Anyway, fucking Jared. My dog Cujo's laying. He's like, we're laying nut to butt. Jared walks up and flicks Cujo right in his fucking balls. And Cujo yells for like, honestly, like five minutes. Dude, I was mad as shit. I was so mad. I had a... Uh, a BB gun, and I fucking... <laughs> I look Jared up, dude. <laughs> For doing that to my dog. I'm like, you fucking piece of shit. Like, don't flick my dog's balls like that. I don't know why Jared thought that was a good idea or funny, but I felt Cujo's pain. So, Cujo, I know you're dead now because this was fucking 15 years ago. <laughs> but... <laughs> and I buried you. <laughs> but I, I still think about you. Dude, that's not my sister, though. My sister had a dog. Or my sister had a cat. Well, we got the kids yelling. No. They're fine. That's okay. You're okay? <laughs> what happened? She got her, her hand stuck in the Oh, trigger. my goodness. It's a cat gun, people. <laughs> you hear that? It's a cat gun. So you just, just put one finger on Dude, all right, we, we got to tighten up our production on this show. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Whose kid was that? Yours. Oh, fuck. Sucker. So, my daughter knows how to... Yeah, work of cap gun. Yeah, yeah, my daughter will get a freaking count in a cap gun. She's about to in about 30 seconds. You can hear her music. Yeah, dude, my, my poor daughter, dude. I, I love her so much, but her favorite color is three. You know what I mean? Like, bless her heart. Yeah, my daughter thinks two plus two is jello. So. 
where were we going? Ah, fuck it. I don't care. Uh, booze stories. Booze. So I told my EJ when you said the first one the time you got drunk was here. Dude, I did get fucked up. Champagne. Champagne, yeah. Uh, it's very hard for me. I'm. Let me ask you this. Do you have good Like, when was the last time you got either, a, like, an all-nighter or whatever, but you got fucked up and, like, the best thing happened to you? Like, I mean, it was just a good fucking night of drinking. Uh, it's not often, right? <laughs> Let's be honest. You always, always make, like, you always make bad decisions, right? Because you're not in the right state of mind. Um, a lot, so, a lot of the times, honestly, these are kind of good nights for me, I think, at least. Uh, a huge thing that I do is with one of my other buddies, we kind of got into martial arts at about the same time. So, he got into jiu-jitsu, I got into Muay Thai. And so, we kind of always had these, like, different, so we used to, like, we would be hanging out, we'd drink a little bit, and we would just show each other uh, techniques, right? So he showed me a little bit of jiu-jitsu, I showed him a little bit of Muay Thai. Then we kind of started integrating kung fu movies. So we'd watch a kung fu movie, we'd see a part we really liked, then we'd do it to each other multiple times, right? So on some of them, it's like on box, and we're like elbowing each other. We're kind of fucking hitting the shit out of each other. Like going ham. We're kind of, yeah, we're going ham on each other. And... Uh, those are the only nights I don't, at the end, go, uh, other than one night that we did that. Most of those nights, I don't regret drinking and beating the shit out of each other. You wake up, you're like, fuck yeah. I didn't do anything I regretted. I just had fun, beat the shit out of each other, woke up, went on. Um, one time, my jaw is actually offset because we got drunk. And I'm like, hey, I started learning this thing of like getting yourself back up into a, back into a Muay Thai stance. So I'm trying to do it. My buddy's trying to kick me. And I catch one of his kicks, but he does like a... He faints on one of them and then kicks. And it hits my jaw and my jaw's offset now. So my jaw is like a little bit off to the left. Oh, yeah, yeah, And it's because we were drinking. He kicked me hard. He Muay Thai kicked me in the fucking jaw and it fucking offset my jaw. So it was either get my wire, my jaw wired shut. Or have those fucking that ridiculous brace on your face, <laughs> and Daddy wasn't fucking doing that in twenty two. So right, I had a uh, so I I had a, I have a buddy of mine. His name's Johnny. Johnny had a neighbor at the time who was like, what was his name? Ernie Henry, some fucking, but some fucking name. I can't remember. But this guy, like, was I mean he was. Low on the totem pole. We'll say that. <laughs> and uh, Johnny and I would go out all the fucking time. We'd get fucked up, go back because Johnny lived kind of where downtown, where all the fucking clubs were at and shit. So we instead of driving, we would walk. Yeah. And it happened all the time. We would walk back to Johnny's house, and I'd throw up on a fence. <laughs> and you know, as, as proud as I am to admit that I'd throw up on a fence, and Ernie Henry, whatever his name was. Would always clean it up. <laughs> would he really? Always clean it up. Dude, he would spray it down, mop it up, whatever it took. And every morning I'd wake up, slap him a fucking 10 or 20, and uh, and we'd be good to go. And he never judged, dude. And he, it was the point where he was like, hey, are you guys going out tonight? Yeah. Okay, cool. Like, dude, he was looking forward to that money. <laughs> and uh, my point is, dude, if you can get an Ernie Henry on your side, dude... Find one of those guys, dude, because I'm going to be honest. 
you, you do enough drinking, chances are you're gonna throw up eventually. And oh, if yeah. you can get an Ernie Henry to clean up for you, oh, you're that's why I usually measure shots. And I don't just like free ball. Because I like, I know my limit, right? I know when I'm about hitting, right, you know, right. 14 to 16 shots. I'm like, all right. Like, I'm pretty solid. Uh, I, if I drink more, if I smoke or drink more after this, I'll fucking throw up. Right. Right? Or I'll go to the hospital. That's my that's my problem. I realized I I kind of had a problem when like last year, 2020, I went to the hospital like two or three times. Jesus, uh, that's once a damn near quarter. Yeah. Bro. So I wouldn't want to go. People would take me. People are like, "You're too fucked up. We gotta take you to the hospital." I get. I'd wake up at the hospital. I'm like, "Fuck, I need to." And when you get the IV hitter, then you're set. You well, you know what? That's the thing. I need my wife or a good friend instead of the for picking up my throw up. I need a phlebotomist, buddy. That all he does is he's like, hey, bro, you're going out? Cool. And he hits me with an IV. Right? I'll wear a long sleeve during the summer. If I can have an IV already ready to go, all I got to do is plug it in when I get home. Fuck yeah. Right? Dude, genius. That's genius. So, that's, that's what I'm about. See, the problem is, though, is the type of friends that I have. My I, my phlebotomist buddy would be fucked up as well. <laughs> <laughs> Next you know, I got an IV shooting up my dick or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, I would love to do a business. I'm gonna start a business now. Uh, where because they actually have this in I think the UK, where it's two dudes in a tow truck and we and or not in a tow truck. Sorry, it's two dudes in a car. We drive your car home, right? So you call your hey, I'm too drunk. Instead of you getting a DUI, instead of calling an Uber and leaving your car there, you call these guys. These two people, one drives your car home, and the other one follows. Uh, with the drunk person inside, and they take you home. Your car's home. They're home. Do they not have that? Mm-hmm. Dude, that's a fucking genius, right? We should do that. So, right? So <laughs> not now, but uh, no, we've been drinking. Right. <laughs> I want to call somebody. No, uh, and then really, what you have to do is have the driver also be a phlebotomist, right? So, so you're hydrating on the way home. No, you're hydrating on the way home. We just we hurry and we're like, all right, cool. Sit on the back of the car. You hook them up. Boom, you're ready to go. We got an IV in the back of the car. We hook you up. You take the IV with you. It's like on a on a hanger, right? You go hang it up at your house. Boop, boop. You're ready to go, bro. Dude, that's fucking genius. Yeah. So what would that, have you looked into that? What would that take? Not much. It would take getting a phlebotomy course, but even then it's not a lot. So like you'd have ins- $19 in yeah. a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> you'd have insurance, really, is the only thing. You'd have to have uh, insurance on your business. Because otherwise... Really, all you're doing is putting miles on your car. Yeah, right. That's it. So you just buy a cheap car that uh, gets good gas mileage. You drive it around, um, and boom. So you just need a buddy that can drive sticks, just in case you have somebody with a stick car, right? You have your person who can drive automatically, drive the car, right? Or stick, whatever. And then, yeah, a full bonus. That's it. Boom. Yeah. That's genius. Mm -hmm. That's a great idea. I can't Uh, believe nobody's come up with that yet. Yeah, right? Well, in, in America, do we should do that. Well, nobody's done both. Nobody's done a phlebotomist and a car pickup. Right, 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 right. I would definitely do that. I would, right? Because, I mean, I don't know about you, but I can drive stick. I can drive stick okay. I wouldn't trust me driving somebody else's stick. Like a fucking $70,000 car exactly. or some shit. Yeah, I would drive the fuck out of that car. <laughs> <laughs> but this thing, I'm like, uh, 100, so you buy... 
Uh, again, you, you really you just, just pay, pay for insurance. insurance. Otherwise, there's no overhead. Right. And then you just... So here's my question, though. So it's a two-man operation, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I guess I don't have a question. I'm just trying to... I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out the, the ins and outs of this, because I think I want to make this work. Yeah. And then you just... like Because you really... As long as you hired buddies and uh, things of two, right. they'd get paid the same, right? So, uh, boom. There you go. I like that. Because even... It, I always used to do... Well, not always. I've done it a couple times, where if you have the insurance... Um, and, and you, you have, have tow insurance, insurance you could yeah. call your tow insurance and have them tow your car on, right? Right. Um, it's, it's going to cost more money. Um, even if it's free, you only get a certain amount a year, right? So, so then, then if you're actually in dire need of a tow, now you're paying a lot of money. Right. So it gets rid of that. You have people with insurance, so you're not really worried. Yeah, there, there might be a few times where an accident happens, but I think it would be few, so few and far in between. Right. Um, well, shit, I think if uh, this podcast doesn't work out, you guys should look out for uh, Jeremy and Devin's uh, Goober service. Exactly. <laughs> Goober. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, well, because, like I said, I always try to think of stuff like that because a lot of people, when they're inventing stuff, it's because they had a problem and they fixed it, right? Right. Um, the only problem I had was with drinking. And so, you can't stop drinking. Uh, so you might as well fix the other problems you have with it, like driving. That's true, because not only drinking is a problem, exactly. it's just more of... It's somebody else's problem. It's, it's somebody else's problem, problem at that point. So, yeah, I, uh, so I mean, obviously, I'm constantly trying to come up with ideas. I'm like, how could I make this easier for me? Yeah. Because, dude, in Vegas, they have, like, people that will drive around. Dude, you literally can just walk up to a clinic and just get hit with some fucking... Yeah, that's fucking genius. Some hydration, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe have a... You could, like, hire a caddy. And that caddy just goes around make sure you don't sleep with people you don't want to sleep with. Right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> girls always have that fat friend. Dude, right? That I constantly is like, we're in a group. We leave as a group. Dude, I'm going to be honest with you, though. Every girl has that fat friend, right? I'm that guy friend for the fat friends, okay? I will fucking... I will convince that girl to leave those girls alone. <laughs> oh yeah, so my boys can get good. Laid. Yeah, see that's a, that's. I've what, always been that guy. That's what you got to do as a because a lot of people are like, dude, I could totally get you laid. I could totally be a good wingman. Wingman, all you need to do is He's fucking fuck, fend off. Make him available. Yeah, yeah. make him available. Exactly. You bring a fucking KFC chicken sandwich <laughs> and you fucking ride that lady. You let her go, dude. I it, yeah. God bless America. I'll say that, dude. There is. Yeah. <laughs> so if you can do that, then you're, I mean, dude, you're ready to go. Right? I mean, oh, yeah. what do you other really need a wingman? Other, other than somebody that kind of hypes you up. Right? Somebody who gives you inspiration and the courage to just don't be a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I think, uh, yeah, girls definitely have that fat friend. I've hooked up with a few. Yeah. Because guys never have that. Guys. Almost want you to sleep with the ugliest. Yeah, like, yeah. Right? There's no like. It's almost like a challenge for the guys. Like, look at my boy over here. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, like, girl looks like sloth, and we're like, fuck yeah, dude, you should totally hit it. Um, so this way, you hire a caddy. Now this caddy, all he does is go around. You you tell him at the beginning before you start drinking. You're like, hey, this is what I'm looking for. Don't let me sleep anything less. Right? And he goes, all right. So then anything less comes up. He's like, look, bro, no. 
Girl, you need to turn around, take that fucking ugly looking face somewhere else and go. Or, or for a girl, right? A guy, you can have like a bodyguards. Girl, a guy comes up to a girl and starts hitting on her. And he's a six, and she's like, look, I'm only sleeping with tens tonight. He runs and like, hey, Beatles, you know They should have a friend who's a designated dick grabber. Have a friend walk up who's sober, not as fucked up. Grab some package and be like, okay, he's all right. <laughs> and let's, let's him move along. That makes me sad because <laughs> I, I got small packages and I don't want people fucking knowing. Because again, by the time you're drinking and they get to that point, right, like, right. we're already here. Dude, let me ask you this. Uh, Larry, have you ever caught yourself in a fucking amazing situation sexually? And you just fucked it up. <laughs> and, okay, uh, let, let me tell my story. Yeah, you tell your story. story. <laughs> okay, I was at a, uh, I, I was at a club back in Fresno, and uh, me and my boys were out here. We're all drinking, whatever. And I, and I meet this girl. She says, "Hey, it's my friend's birthday. You should dance with her." Mind you, I don't know these girls. So I'm like, "I'll fuck it. I'll dance, whatever." So we're dancing, doing our thing. We start making out on the dance floor. Alright. After the song's over, we're done making out, doing whatever. She's like, I'm going to find my friends. I was like, cool, I'm going to find mine. So we split ways, right? We part ways. Later that night, I meet up with her again on the dance floor. And immediately we start making out. Her friend is like, I want to try and do her friend and I start making out. Nice. No, we're doing a three-way makeout, bro. It's fucking weird. But we're doing this, right? Both of them were like, find us when the club shuts down. And the club closes at two. So I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. And I was excited as shit. Yeah. Like, these two girls, both these girls, mutually were like, come find us. Anyway, I go back, hang out with my friends. I, I mean, I'm telling them all. I'm all excited to tell them what's happening, whatever. Another buddy of mine gets so fucked up. Like, we have to carry him out. We put him in the cab. I end up riding with him home or whatever. Dude, I missed my opportunity with these two girls. I missed my opportunity with these girls. And to this day, I don't even know their names. The only story that's similar to that, I never, we never had sex. But there was this guy that I was, he was, he was kind of, hold on, hold on. What? Wait, let me get there. So there's this guy that I kind of, uh, he was in the same group as me, right? And I didn't really like him. His name was Edgar. He was kind of a dick. He would always try to punk me. I know a lot of Edgars who are dicks. I'm just saying, Edgar, if you're out there, fuck you. <laughs> so he's kind of a dick. And he would constantly try to punk me and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, I fucking hate this guy. And uh, But he was kind of friends with all my other buddies. And so I couldn't, like, I'm just like, hey, whatever. Uh, his sisters came over to my house. Sisters. Yeah, sisters. And they would take turns making out with me and me finger blasting them over and over for roughly like three hours. Hell yeah. And and if I could last three hours, we would have had sex. But I knew that wasn't going to happen. One sister was going to get it all. And then it would have been over. So, but we did it the whole time. And it was always that thing of where like, you know, you want to like put your fingers in his face or whatever. Like, you know, because they were, they were okay. They fucking hated him too. So... (laughs) But uh, it was kind of one of those things where I'm like, hell yeah. It was, it was, that was like one of the closest story that I have to like. Right, right. I've never had a, a good threesome, like the one with two girls. You only had bad ones? I only had, yeah. I only had the devil. I only had the devil threesome. 
That was with my buddy's wife. What? <laughs> All right, dude. We what were, is in this truth serum, Harry? We were drinking <laughs> one night, and he was like, hey. Him and her were like, you guys want to have sex? Yeah. Hey, tag me in, man. Then I'm like, I'm like, sure, why not? Um, and we never looked at each other the same ever again. Because I'm like... Rightly so. Yeah. Rightly so. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to be like, oh, hey, and, and treat him with the same respect when you've been inside him. You know what I mean? It was kind of weird. Right. Uh, Dude, I, I, can, I can understand that. I, so my first, my first handy J was I was about 15... And it was my sister's older, or my sister's friend. My uh-huh. older sister's friend. And um, my brother and I had a bunk bed, so I had the top bunk. Top bunk. I'm, up, I'm up on my bed, hanging out. This bitch, Juliana, if you're out there, please listen to this and hit me up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, Juliana hops on the top bunk. She's staying the night one weekend. And she starts talking to me. Well, she, you know, she whips it out and starts... Doing the thing, dude. And that was the first time I've ever had my soldiers stand at attention yeah. in front of a, the presence of a female. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly it's females. But, uh, <laughs> no, dude, that was the first. No, if you're first, listening, Dad, I love you too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's fucked up. <laughs> so, uh, Anyway, that was my first handy J, and I remember that because she was like looking at it in in awe, and I'm thinking like it's like more like uh. <laughs> but uh, where was I going with that? What were we talking about? Uh, you know I don't know. You just <laughs> I forgot where we were going. My point. Maybe I just wanted to say that. Uh, Sorry. Drinking nights uh, of like where crazy shit happened. Me and my buddy, or me and my brother in Japan, right? Mm-hmm. We're hanging out, and so we're we're pretty shitty. And this girl comes up and goes, "Hey, uh, you guys want hookers?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And my brother's like, "Yes." So we so we go. Um, Your brother's the wise man. Though. Yeah, my brother. My brother's legit. So he goes to this this whorehouse, and it's a bunch of apartments, right? And I go, I'm not gonna get anything because. I'm a, a good man. And so I'm like, I'm not going to, but I'm, I'm like, but I got to stand by, right? I can't have my brother getting like fucking beat up. So I don't know what, a, I don't know what's in this whorehouse, right? It's not like there's fucking Yelp reviews for whorehouses. Like, this is this, this whorehouse. So she walks to this whorehouse. three stars. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could get robbed. So we go in and it's just a bunch of like cloth. Uh, it's like an apartment complex with a bunch of rooms with like cloth. Kind of like when you're like getting uh, massages at like the schools and stuff like that they have like a bunch of cloth they just really have like blankets hanging out for walls so my brother uh, is doing his thing and I'm just standing there and this fucking guy next to me who is 100% Yakuza like if he wasn't Yakuza then I'm not a man like he was 100% Yakuza and I'm sitting there like look I can't I can't leave right I don't want my brother to get beat up or robbed or stabbed or something and after about a minute, I'm like, all right, he can get brought I'm not going to fucking stand next to This Yakuza guy would not blink. He just kept looking at me like, and I'm like, all right, oh. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking go to 7-Eleven. So I go around, go shopping. My brother forgot, I mean, God bless that man. He can last a long time because I did a lot 
I went shopping. Dude, I, was, I did a lot. Okay, I went shopping for a while. Went to 7-Eleven. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. And I'm like, he's probably back at the apartment. He wasn't. I watched a couple TV shows. Right. My brother comes back. I'm like, that's a fucking champ right there. You're like, dude, you know they get paid by the claim. Yeah. Not for hour, yeah. Right? Jesus Christ. That's um, some respect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was telling me that they didn't use condoms there. That they did. Uh, they they, they told him to put on like a plastic bag. Gross. Yeah, yeah, so they're, they're like, you want to pass the bag? And he's like, fuck no. Nah. Well, what, what, what'd they do? <laughs> <laughs> what was that action? I don't know. Uh, they don't all tell you, put on the plastic bag. But it was pretty similar to that. I remember when I was in China, when we went to uh, places that we thought, we didn't know where we were. We just kind of went to get a massage. How do you act Millie? Because, dude, stumble upon it. It doesn't say it in English. It's just some girls going, you want a massage? And we're like, fuck yeah, we want massages. I don't read Panda Mini, bro. My bad. My bad, okay? Sorry. So we'd go there, and they'd always just be like, they'd be rubbing you down. They'd be like, so. <laughs> you want blood job? And you're like, oh, my We're at one of these establishments. Like, yes, obviously, here's all of my money. And you would... Um, go about your day, but right. yeah, no, uh, but those it was always drinking, right? I think if I was sober, I'd always be like, no. So let me ask you this: Have you ever gone to a uh, massage place and got a uh, happy ending? Yes, I have. Once. Guilty. <laughs> my brother, dude, my brother is a fucking swears by him. <laughs> He's like, hey, would you... So he texts me one day and he goes, hey, would you send me a massage place where it doesn't end in a happy ending? And I'm like, will you stop going to Chinese places? Right. <laughs> Chinese massage? Just go to somewhere <laughs> in the mall. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. He always asks if, like, it, if the name ends with like fucking Lotus or yeah, Rainbow, yeah, exactly. stay away from yeah, it. Yeah, Lotus Blossom, any massage is Handjob Central. But he always acted like, oh, I'm so surprised. I was in a place, alright. Back in Fresno, there's this place, and I'm I'm gonna name drop because It's not a thing there. anymore. Goes, and probably not. I should have known too, because the name of this place was Golden Hands. Oh. <laughs> and I should have fucking known by the name of the, I legit was going for a massage because my back hurt. Uh, about forty five minutes forty five minutes into it, I get a little I'm laying on my stomach and I get a little tickle on the chain. And she says, Oh, you want me a massage right here? <laughs> and I said, Hell yeah. <laughs> How much? She said, $20 tip. And I said, uh, I can swing it. <laughs> Let me check my, check my bang, girl. It's, I, was feeling, it's I was feeling bougie. First, time I, the, the only, first and only time I've ever done that. And she seriously. Um, dude, the customer service was there. I, I laid on my back. <laughs> she put a pillow behind my head. She lubed up. Uh, shirt came up halfway above her tits. Pants came halfway down her, down the knees or whatever. And she said, you touch. And then she... <laughs> she went ham, bro. And, uh, and, and, I, and I touched. <laughs> dude, and this lady was a fucking pro. And I'm going to tell you why. I was thinking to myself, like, I'm going to fucking Mount Vesuvius this bitch. I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just going to, you know. I didn't say anything, dude. I'm just I'm just like doing my thing. She's doing her thing. Next, you know, three, two, one. Towel right on top, bro. 
She knew. I was like, God damn, this girl is professional. <laughs> How did she know? <laughs> my, uh, another whorehouse thing with my brother. So we go to another whorehouse in Japan. Yeah. Oh, that was my brother, by the way. That wasn't me. That was my brother. <laughs> no, this is actually <laughs> So he's like, hey, I want to go to this whorehouse. And I don't want to leave my brother. We're in another country, right? So I don't want to leave him high and, high and dry. Yeah. So, um, so I tell him, I'm like, all right, so we'll go. And I'm like, what I'll do is I'll just ask for lap dances. And I'm like, dude, it's, I mean, obviously she's getting paid the same amount and we're, and really she's doing nothing. So this girl's kind of giving me a lap dance, but you can see everybody in here. So I'm just trying not to look. And I look over, my brother's getting a blowjob. There is nothing that turns you off more than watching your brother's oh shit face. Dude, I was like, yeah, I'm bouncing. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. I'm done here. So I'm like, you know. Slap her on the ass and get out of there. And she's like, did I do something wrong? And I'm like, no, you didn't do a damn thing. Yeah, do that girl who was pleasuring my brother, that was too much for me. And he, and my brother still was like, look, it's not weird. And I'm like, yeah, you didn't see making it weird, Yeah, man. exactly. Yeah. So. Your brother anyway, I make a lot of mistakes when I'm drinking. He's an asshole for that, by the way. Yeah. I make a lot of, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> drinking is probably not good because I do make a lot of, uh. Dude, I was, okay, now we're talking about titty bars. Okay. I was at a titty bar. You go. And, uh... I'm gonna kind of listen to you. I was at a titty bar, and I... You know, I'm throwing my ones up there and trying to be a baller. I'm really not, but I'm being a baller. And this, uh... Chick is on stage. She's wearing a fedora. And I fucking love a girl in a fedora. But she's doing her thing. And, uh... She, she does that move where she slides down the pole, turns around, puts her back to it, and then spreads her legs fucking nine and, nine and three. You know what I'm saying? And uh, immediately I noticed a fucking piece of string hanging out of her thumb. And I thought, oh shit, this bitch is on her period. Dude, immediately turned me off. I was like, what the fuck? Dude, I was like, you gotta be a professional. All right? As a professional, you would know when you're out of commission. Dude, this girl did not give a fuck. She, she didn't care. She didn't care. So, um, I mean, I still tipped her because I'm a fucking gentleman. And, you know, I threw her some ones and twos and, you know, twenties. But, uh, <laughs> she, uh, yeah, dude, I just feel like women should know when they're out of commission or not in that profession and you know what she rolled the dice and went with it and I don't I don't think that was very smooth where was I going with this <laughs> oh yeah long story short uh, a handy J <laughs> anyway I think booze <laughs> Dude, where where are we going with this conversation? Oh, I think I'm talking. We're talking about alcohol. We're talking about titty bars. We're talking about just doing stupid shit, especially while you're drunk. And for some reason, debauchery and alcohol go together. I mean, and that's for sure. They definitely do. <clears throat> but I don't know. Hold on. Okay, you good? I'm good. <laughs> Uh, I just, so, anyway, so, yeah, dude, like, 
I, I forgot where I was going with it, but I basically... I was basically saying something about her tampons during the show, and it was not a good look for her. I, I watched a stripper fall on her back from about six feet high. She was trying to do one on the pole, and she fucking lost grip on the pole. Dude, and just fell straight dude, on her back. Do you amazing. know that that pole spins? Oh, yeah. It I, spins. Yeah, it's like the ones you can buy for your house, right? Yeah. They kind of spin. That's Makes awesome. it easier. Yeah. Dude, that's hard as fuck. All right. More power yeah. to her. Yeah. But with that being said, what a dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, I, one of my friends used to be a stripper, and she was always saying that she And was, now I'm doing a podcast. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> she would always, she's like, she always had to get drunk to do it. And that's like, again, when we drink alcohol, we, we make a lot of mistakes. There's a, I would say a good majority of the nights I always end up waking up going, why the fuck did I say and do this shit? God damn it. Yep. Um, I eventually get over it, but like I legit usually have to put my phone away because I'll call people all the time. That's like, I'm true. a huge. I'm a huge. That. I've noticed. That. Yeah, I like to call people and tell them I love them. Um, so I got to knock that shit off because that's gonna <clears throat> ruin friendships and should work we, relations. Should we call somebody now? <laughs> well, it depends on who. Uh, but yeah, so um, yeah, alcohol. Uh, it, 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 I think there's a lot of good things I think it's a lot it's fun to like kind of relax and kind of do and uh, I, the thing shit. that I love about alcohol is that it makes somebody I've always been a believer that alcohol makes you true to yourself yeah it doesn't it doesn't give you a green light to be a fucking asshole or just be a dip shit right mm-hmm. but it definitely makes you true to yourself so if you've you know if, if you're the type of person who just Loves to have a good time. Loves to fucking take your shirt off and swing it around your head like a helicopter. Alcohol's gonna make yeah. you do that. You know what I mean? And uh, and that's what's good about alcohol. But I, don't know, I just feel like too many people are scared of the effects of alcohol, and I think more often people need to enjoy the effects. Of yeah. It. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I know a lot of people who are like, or I don't drink, or well, about drinking them like, yeah, I have a bug like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not drinking tonight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have, a, I have a lot of that where I, I do I do agree with that. I think it makes you true to yourself. So if you're like truly sad, I think that's when people cry, right? I don't believe that me personally, and again, I, I will let you guys all disagree with me. Um, I don't think certain alcohols uh, make me like, I don't believe, like, oh, tequila makes me a fighter. Oh, right? some, some people so, say that Some shit. people yeah. swear by that. I think it's either, A, nostalgic, right? So you remember a time when you were angry and you drank a lot of tequila, so you're more likely to be angry. Well, I think it makes you just true to yourself. So if you're angry, I think it makes you more angry. If you're sad, it makes you more... It's kind of like wife beaters for men. Wife beaters for men. If you wear a wife beater, if you're buff, it makes you look more buff. If you're fat, it makes you look fat. Let me ask you this with wife beaters, because I'm asking for a friend, obviously. Um, does it matter what color the wife beater is? No, I prefer black. I like I. Uh, my friend likes a black white <laughs> because it doesn't look too bad and it's kind of slimming. Yeah, um, a white white beater looks like you're wearing a fucking wetsuit and it looks disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> well, and like I said, I think it makes you. It kind of like enhances the things that you are, right? Because right. I don't think like if you're sad, 
uh, you're always crying or whatever. I think it just enhances it, right? So whatever you are, I think alcohol kind of enhances that. If you're an right. asshole and want to constantly fight people, you're going to do that more when you're drunk, right? right? right. Um, if you're funny and, uh, you know, you go out to have fun, then I think that's going to enhance more and people are going to laugh more at your jokes because they're going to obviously be a little bit intoxicated too. And I think it's, I think if you uh, enjoy the spirit of it, alcohol is an enhancer. It yeah. doesn't matter what the effect is, it just enhances that effect. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think if you're sad, you shouldn't drink. Right. right. I think that you should have certain times when you should drink, certain times when you shouldn't. If you're sad, I think drinking is one of the worst things because I think you can get I've, I've always said that to people. I, my So my girlfriend drinks. She's been drinking a lot. And I don't think she's been drinking because she's sad, but she drinks all the fucking time. And she's one of these people who are like, Devin, you might have a drink problem. And I'm like, okay, cool. What are you doing? I'm drunk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like Easy. <laughs> I I think that, that like I said, if you're if you're sad, you shouldn't drink because it's gonna make you more sad. If you're happy and you drink, it's just gonna make you more happy. Yeah. Right. There's like obviously if you start making mistakes and shit, obviously that'll dwindle it and stuff. But if you go out with like a trusted group of friends and you go out and you drink with each other and you know nothing's gonna happen, they do. I agree. Great. I agree. So. I agree. Um, share what your guys' favorite alcohol is. If you tell me Jack Daniel's apple, I will slap the fuck out of you. You can go to our Facebook. I'm going to be honest with well, you. Okay, okay, hold on. Hold, hold that fucking thought. Have you had the Crown Peach? Yeah, I love Crown Peach. Fucking amazing. Yeah, it, I will admit, though. It's, it's a little over... Crown is overpriced, right? That Evan Williams Peach Dude, is good. Crown... Here's my thought on that. Crown knows they're overpriced, and to combat that, they put their bottles in a cute little pouch. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the hard part. Dude, I, their Tennessee smoke one is absolute dog shit. Right. Never buy the Tennessee smoke one. Right. It tastes like a dog. I would agree. But it has that cool blue bag. Right. Which, which is, is awesome. Right. And you should buy it just for that. Dude, I have like six crown patches with shit in them. Yeah. I do too. Upstairs. I've got, I have the vanilla one, which is like an orange color. Love that one. Yeah. Uh, the peach one, I can't remember what color that is, but I have that one too. You have the purple for the regular, dark blue for the Tennessee right. Royal. Yeah, dude, they're yeah. beautiful bags for your dice or whatever nerd shit. So, or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh, if you have any ideas of what we should do podcasts on, uh, hit us up. Or if you want to be on the podcast and do uh, you know do a segment where we tag you in, let's do that as well. Um, What's it been? Where are we at right now? We're at about. 55 minutes. Almost an hour. Jesus yeah. Christ. So these are a little bit longer. We'll try to shorten them up here in a little bit. We've been but, talking about bullshit. Yeah. But I, uh, we love you guys so much. And uh, please um, tell everybody about this podcast. Please keep listening. And we love you guys. Absolutely. Have a good night.